So um, I think it was last week we were talking about the Indian of Tarlov he and, and how that affects you know and Primus and so on. So it, it's uh, you know I, I guess in, in a similar vein we'll be discussing another aspect of how Tyra relates to uh, Shemaim. You know, so we'll see. Start like this. You know, it says in Parshas say Right, so the, the whole story, as we know, is that um, Levi Menu has a few children, right? Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, the Tam and and then it says in Pasuk that Reuven went out during the times of the harvest, make it and Vim says Dudaim Basada, he finds Dudaim, and he brings it back to uh, his mother Leah, and Leah then goes to Rachel, and Leah says to Rachel Menu. You know that now Yaakovina tonight is supposed to be with you, but maybe I could be kind of the schus to be with Yaakovina with this Dudai Dudai Bini. And so the exchange is made. Yaakovina comes and, and lives with Leah, and she becomes pregnant with Yisachar, with Yisachar. So there's an Al Shechakadash. says in Pasuk again, when did this happen? The Dudayim was right during the time of the harvest. So Al Shechakadash says, and he has a whole way of proving it. He says that this took place Erev Shuas. Erev Shuas. So this exchange of the Dudayim took place Erev Shuas. Which means, says the Al-Sheikh, that, the, that, that, that uh, Leah became pregnant with Yisachar, Shuas night. Okay, so it's an interesting, uh, that can't be a coincidence, that Davka Sheva Yisachar, the Nisham of Yisachar, comes to the world, Lel Shuas. The truth is, it's interesting. We do find uh, other connections between Yisachar and the Yantif, this Tukufa right now, that culminates with Shavuos. So it's like this, you know, during the whole Sphira, one of the, you know, the, the, the tzaddik that sort of all Sphira Simer is revolving around is Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi his main Talmud, Rabbi Kiva. The Rizal writes in Sharp Sukkim like this. He says like this, he's talking about the Asar Rugi Malchus, right, so the 10 tzaddikim that were killed. And we know that according to Chazal already, those 10 tzaddikim that were killed, Asar Rugi Malchus, correspond to the ten shvatim that were involved in the sale of Yosef, minus Binyamin, because he wasn't a gay, but he wasn't a part of it. But uh, the ten Asherigimachas correspond. So who is Rabbi Akiva? So the Rizal says like this: Rabbi Yisrael says Yisachar nislabesh v'nisaber Rabbi Akiva atzman. He says that Rabbi Akiva was a Gilgal, was a you know was somehow a reemergence of Yisachar. Was Yisachar? And the Rizal says an interesting thing. He says this is why we know that Yisachar in the pasuk is compared by in Parshas Vayechi. He's compared to a chamar. Yisachar chamar garim revis revi amish basayim. That he's compared to a donkey that's like willing to schlep the load of tyre and so on. And so he says this is why Rabbi Kiva. There's a connection between Rabbi Akiva and the chamar. The first forty years of Rabbi Kiva's life, he wasn't Rabbi Akiva. He was an amar, as the Gemara says. But not only was he not connected to learning, he had a hatred to Talmud Chacham. And the Gemara says that he used to say that give me a Talmud Chacham, I'll bite him like a chamar, like a donkey. And his Talmudim said, why a donkey? You usually like a, like bite him like a dog. He said, no, no, because a dog breaks the skin. A chamar breaks the bones. So that's what the, the Gemara says. So said the result, okay, it's interesting. Like that was, that was something, it was, it was sugar delicious. That was like a common thing that Rabbi Kiva would say during his first, uh, you know, his first uh, 40 years. Why? We find this in, in Chazal. It happens to be in many places that things that people say, it's significant. It's coming from somewhere. Like there's a Gemara Megillah, for example, that talks about, uh, you know, if you, the, the particular person, every other thing out of his mouth, like, hey, you know, let's go to Bezdin. <laughs> let's go to Bezdin. So the Gemara says that because of that, so that's a simon of a particular shaver that he comes from. So the fact that Rabbi Akiva used to say, I'll bite a Tamachachim like a donkey. 
And that was the, that was the um, you know, where, where was that coming from? So Rizal explains that because Rabbi Kiva was the Nisham of Yisachar, and Yisachar is compared to a Chamar, and the Chamar that Yisachar is compared to is the Chamar that's carrying the load of Tyra. So the first 40 years of Rabbi Kiva's life, the Rizal says there was a very deep frustration that he subconsciously felt because sort of he had within him the Torah of Rabbi Akiva. But the situation in life wasn't allowing that to, uh, to express itself. So that deep frustration expressed itself in sort of the opposite of what it should be, of biting a Tamil Chacham like a donkey. So this Indian Rabbi Akiva, uh, having a connection with the Chamor, that's this Indian, that's, 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 it's, it's reflective of the fact that Rabbi Akiva has a connection, is, is Shevi Yisachar, in terms of the Sarugi Malchus. Which is, again, going back, appropriate. If Yisachar somehow, uh, the, the, the Leia was Nisabr, she becomes pregnant with Yisachar, Leil Shavuos. So that's connected to Rabbi Akiva, who, again, on Shavuos, Torah was given with Moshe Rabbeinu. But Moshe Rabbeinu and Harsina, we know the Gemara tells us in Menachas, that Moshe Rabbeinu said, you know, give the Torah with me, Rabbi Akiva is much bigger than me. And Hashem said, you know, listen, it's kachal mamshol fun. this is what I want. I decided it's you and not Rabbi Akiva. But you see that Rabbi Akiva is this, he is the noisin ha of Tarsh Baal Peh. We'll talk about this in a few minutes, of kula lud Rabbi Akiva, that all of Tarsh Baal Peh comes from Rabbi Akiva. So in a certain sense, there's, Shavuos is when, there, there are two major players in Shavuos, in the giving of the Torah. We have Moshe Rabbeinu, who gives us Tarsh Baal and you have Rabbi Akiva, through whom we have Tarsh Baal Peh. And so Davka Shavuos, which is when Yisachar came to the world, that's also uh, the connected to Rabbi Akiva, the one that gives us Tarsh Baal Peh. Okay, so it's like this. Here, here's the question is what we're going to be developing for the next few minutes. So Mitzadach, we just learned that Rabbi Akiva is, is the Neshama, the Neshama Rabbi Akiva is the Neshama of Yisachar, of Yisachar, who is the son of Leah, right? That's all Ma'isu V'dodayim. Things like this. In the writings of the Ramchal, we find uh, in many places, uh, in the Sefer Kines Hashem Tzvakis, for example, which is a, a Sefer he wrote as a response to accusations that he was from Shasay Tzvinek. So it was, it was rumors about the Ramchal that maybe he's one of the, uh, he's from that Kat, he's from the group of the Shasay Tzvi. So he wrote a whole Sefer, Kines Hashem Tzvakis, to respond to that and to show, like, it's not true. I'm very much against Shasit Tzvi. It's a whole, a whole sefer to it. And, and a major part of that sefer is discussing the Sugi of Mashiach, which is obviously Shasit Tzvi. Uh, there was issues over there. So in the sefer, we, we find many places that he says that Rabbi Akiva, Akiv ben Yosef, was the neshama of Mashiach ben Yosef. So Mashiach ben Yosef. And we know every generation has neshamas that are potential Mashiach neshamas. Uh, and on some level, when Mashiach eventually comes, it's going to be the, sort of the sum total of all those neshamas. So the same thing, you have Mashiach Medar and Mashiach Ben Yosef. Said the Ramchal, Rabbi Kiva Ben Yosef, Akiv Ben Yosef is the neshama of Mashiach Ben Yosef. Now we know Mashiach Ben Yosef, that's from the world of Rachlimi. So here's the steer. Mitzarech, again, the Ramchal tells us that what Rabbi Kiva is coming from the world of Rachlimi is Mashiach Ben Yosef. Mitzacheni, the Rizal himself tells us in Sharp Sukkim that it was in Sham of Yisachar, which has come from the world of Leia. So that's the steer. And by understanding, the, trying to answer that steer of like, which one is it? Is Rabbi Akiva coming from Leia? Is he coming from Yosef? And Yisachar, and, and, and this relationship, we're able to figure out the Indian of Yisachar and the Indian of, uh, of Shuas, exactly why Yisachar, uh, why that Neshama comes to the world, Afghan Shuas. Okay, so that's question number one. Rabbi Akiva himself. Is he from Yosef or is he from Yehuda? Is he from uh, Rachel or from Leah? That's number one. 
Number two. Bechlal, when it comes to this divide between Leia and Rachel, we find also a stira in terms of the avoida and the personalities, I guess you can say, between Rachel and Leia. We know in the writings of um, Tzadik, this is, this is commonplace, Baltanya also in many places, that the difference between Rachel and Leia, one of the main differences is as follows, <coughs> that Leia Imenu, the Ikra Avoida of the Mishpach of Leah is davening. Is davening. That's why we know that uh, the fourth child of Leah, one of the main, the main Shvatim that come from Leah is Yehuda. Apamaydis Hashem is Tefillah. Davin Melch comes from Yehuda. His name is Mirs Yisrael. He's the Bal Tefillah Kla Yisrael. So Leah Menu always means Tefillah. Mitzad Sheni Rachel. Rachel is the Indian of Tyra. Of Tyra. This is why even Chazal, in fact, say that Rachel. Is called why that Rachel means a means a why is why is that Rachel Rachel means a sheep that's what Rachel means, so a Rachel why is uh, and the Gemara sheep? said huh sheep the, yeah like the to, to the the wool the wool of a sheep so the Chazal say there's different places like that where we have that word Rachelim right as the Rachelim so the Gemara says in Tarsh Balpez compare it to a sheep just as a sheep grows wool and you shear it and it grows more wool and more and more and more so too tar is endless the Chedushi Torah the concepts. Mamish endless, just like, just like a sheep. So Rachel, the same word Rachel, means a sheep. Rachel is compared to Tarshabot, to, to Tar. This is why, by the way, Yaakov Avinu really wanted to marry Rachel, right? It ended up, had to be that he, he had sort of had to get tricked to marry, to marry Leah. But he wanted to marry Rachel, why? Because Yaakov Avinu, as we know, Yaakov Avinu is Tar also, right? Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov are, correspond to the three pillars that the world stands on. Tar, Avayda, Gmil, Chasadim. Avram Avinu is Chesed, Yitzchak Avinu is Avayda, Yaakov Avinu is Tyra. And so Tyra sees more of a Shidduch with Rachel. Yaakov Avinu, if, to break it down a little bit more in detail, Yaakov Avinu would be Tarshavich Sav, right? And Rachel would be Tarshbal Pat. That's a beautiful Shidduch. That's a beautiful Shidduch. The fact that, that Yaakov Avinu had to marry Leah, that was Shlomi Das. It had to come out in a, in a tricky way because Yaakov Avinu wants to marry Rachel. So you have this, this is the concept that Leah. Umishpachta is tefillah. Rachel umishpachta is tyra. But here's the problem. The problem is that we find within the mishpacha of Leah, within the shvatim of Leah, certain shvatim that Chazal described them as being experts in tyra more than any other shevet. For example, the, uh, there's a Medrash Rabbah in Parshish Breshis. The Medrash Rabbah points out, and it's a famous thing, that most of the members of Sanhedrin throughout all the generations were from shevet Yisachar. Shevet Yisachar. Uh, the Gemara in, in, in Yuma, in fact, says like this: Amarava, it's in uh, Yuma Chavav Meral. Amarava, Rava said, that if you find a Talmud Chacham that's able to pass in Shilas, he's successful in learning. He's either Asim Shevet Levi, either he's from Shevet Levi, Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Comes from Shevet Levi, Oymi Shevet Yisachar, or from Shevet Yisachar. And of course, Pesukim, Shevet Levi is Yoru Mishpatechal Yaakov, right? Mishpatechal Yisrael, Yoru Mishpatechal Yaakov. That Levi is able to to Paskin Halacha for the, for the Jewish people, to be Meir Derech. And Yisachar, it says, B'nei Yisachar bina They know times, they understand how, how uh, to sort of fear, how to, how to live according to what the Rabbana Shalom wants you to live by at that moment. So you thing. Right, Yisachar is, is, is sitting and learning, Zvolin is supporting them. So here, here's the Shaila. Uh, let's focus on Yisachar, because that's what we're going to be focused on, right? So Mitzad Echad, here's the Shail. Mitzad Echad, you're talking about Leia and Rachel in general. Leia is Tefillah, and Rachel is Tyra. But yet, 
when you isolate Sheva Yisachar, which is, who is from the world of Leah, the Gemara in fact tells us in both, again, the Medrash and the Gemara and Yuma, that Adar Abba Yisachar is Mamish, they were Rovis and Hedrin, they're Mari Hera. So what's going on over here? How do you put these two things together? <clears throat> so it's like this. That Gemara, and this is going to be the, the Nakud over here, that Gemara in Yuma that discusses this quality of Levi and Yisachar, right? That, that, uh, that, again, the words of Rav were that if you find the Tzum Rabbanu, if you find the Talmud Chacham, the Moiri, that Paskin's Halachas, that knows how to, how to Paskin, it's either from Levi or from Yisachar. The Gemara then continues like this, and this is going to be the point. The Gemara says like this, the Ema Yehudanami, says the Gemara, why are you limiting the options to Levi or to Yisachar? There's another Shevet that seems to be pretty good at learning, and that's Shevet Yehuda itself. Tchsev, it says in Pasuk, Yehuda Mechaikiki. Yehuda holds on to the staff of Tyra, so that's pretty good. Says the Gemara here, here's the punchline. Says the Gemara, Asuki Shemaitz Ali with the Hilchas Akamina. There's two qualities within Tyra. There's two types of learning, there's two Madrigas in learning. There's one aspect of learning which is Chidushe Tyra, the Pilpul, the Eon, the depth of it. Uh, the vastness of learning, the, you know, just coming up with new ideas, the insights, and so on and so forth. That's, that's amazing. That quality of learning, which is called ion, which is called pilpul, which is chedushet Torah, just the, the, the unlimited amount of ideas that you could come up with, that is true, that quality of Torah, that's predominantly the world of Rachel. That's why Rachel, when she's called, compared to a sheep, what, how does the Gemara describe it? Just, there's an infinite amount of information that could be. But there's a different quality within Torah, which is called Asuke Shmaitza Libedehelchasa. What does it mean, Asuke Shmaitza Libedehelchasa? Asuke Shmaitza Libedehelchasa means to know Lemaisa what to do. To know Lemaisa what the halach is. Halach Lemaisa. And very often, it's interesting, very often, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard to be expert in both. You know what I'm saying? It's very, usually, usually when you have people that are much more inclined to chedushim and pulpulim and depth and just, you know, any idea they can, they can come with a surgical knife and pull it apart into a million pieces. It's usually that or, you know, just this is what it says in Shulchan Aruch, Mishabura, you know, halacha lamaisa. Very, very hard is it to be both. The truth is they say this from Chaim Brisker, right? That, it, that he, you know, Chaim Brisker was, uh, we, all, we all know Chaim Brisker. So they say that, that very often he would avoid even though he was a rab, but he would very avoid, he would avoid like paskling Shilas. He said, because whenever a Shilas comes to him, like he could tell you what it says in Shulchan Aruch, but then his brain goes on overdrive of like pulling it apart and making, making this chilk. Maybe it's not exactly the same. So he used to say, you know, uh, go, to, go, to, uh, go to someone else in order to paskling the Shilas, someone that's not as, you know, not as pilpul dick as me. Because when, when you get in the Ian mindset and it just becomes infinite, so then it becomes infinite possibilities and broken down into a million pieces. So there's two types of chalakim of Torah. There is, I guess you can say, there's the Torah which is, which is the expression of sort of the, the, the complexity of Torah, the chedushet Torah, pulpulim. And then you have halach lamaisa. When the Gemara said, the Gemara said that what's unique to Shevet Yisachar, say for example, is that what? Is that they are moire heira. They're able to paskin. So let's explain. It's true that you have Rachel and Leah. And Rachel is Tyra, and Leah is Tefillah. But even within Tyra, there is a Tefillah, there's a, there's a, there's a chilek of Tyra that's more shaykh to the world of Tefillah. And that is Halacha. Halacha. 
What do I mean? For example, the Gemara, when, when the Gemara, there's a famous Gemara in Brachis that's, that's sort of comparing and contrasting Torah versus Tefillah. And the way the Gemara puts it is that Torah is called Chai Oilam, eternal life. And Tefillah is called what? Chai Yisha. Chai Yisha means things of this world. You know, a person can be learning, can be learning about who knows what, things all the way out there, things that are somewhat irrelevant to your practical life. Right, and then what's davening? <coughs> davening is all that stuff is very, very nice. You open the siddur, afenu, baruchaleinu, slachlanu, halachlamaisa, So there is. So when you compare Torah versus tefillah, tefillah b'chalal is much more down to earth. It's much more grounded. It's chayisha. It's chayisha. It's matters of this world compared to Torah, which is not necessarily matters of this world. It could be things that are even if it's talking about physical things, it could be things that are irrelevant to your life right now. But that's true when you compare Torah and Tefillah in general. Now isolate Torah itself. When you isolate Torah and sort of like put a microscope within Torah, even Torah can be subdivided into two categories. You could have the quality of Torah which is infinite, the Rechaim Brisker type of Torah, and just keeps on going and going and going, and, and to the point of where you could start off with something which was such a simple question. Kosher or not kosher? This piece of chicken. The and by the time the conversation is over with uh, Rabbi Chaim Brisker, he's, not, he's somewhere in Tahar. It's like, I don't know how that happened. It just, you, know, it, t- you took something which was so practical and you made it completely irrelevant. In a beautiful way. It's holy. But uh, that's what he did. You took something which was down here. It's Chai Oilam. And then you have another, uh, the other side of Tar, which is Chai Shah, which is more practical. Kosher or, or treif? Kosher or treif, whatever. You know, whatever the psak is. And that's called chayisha. So the, within Torah, so let, let's put it this way. When the Gemara says, that what's, what's unique to Shevet Yisachar, and this is going to be the, the, the Nikud over here. Shevet Yisachar, it's true they come from Leah. Yisachar comes from Leah. Which means that Bechlal, Leah is going to be Tfila. But the Chiddush of Shevet Yisachar is, is that in Shevet Yisachar you have a union taking place. You have a you have a, 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 a of the world of Rachel, which is Tyra, finding its way into the world of Leah, which is Tefillah. And what part of Tyra from Rachel is a shidduch in the world of Tefillah of Leah? It's the Chayisha. It's the Halacha, the Halacha Lamaisa, because that Halacha Lamaisa aspect of Tyra, which is grounded and practical, down to earth, that's really shaykh, it's, 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 it's very appropriate to the world of tefillah, which is also grounded and practical and down to earth. Dibur. Yeah, dibur. Halacha lamaisa. That's exactly it. Malchus. In, in, in the Kabbalah Sram, you'll find this is the quality of malchus. Malchus means something practical, down to earth, which is tefillah. And then within Torah, the, there's a chilek of Torah, which is, which is shaykh to that. So if you want to label it as follows, you would say that, that what, Yisachar, what Yisachar embodies, what Yisachar embodies is the Rachel Shebeleah, right? The Rachel Shebeleah. It's the Chelek of Torah that is within the world, which is Rachel, right? But the Chelek of Torah that's sort of within the world of Leah, which is specifically Halach Lamaisa. Now this is a Chiddush that we find, Taka, that there's a very strong connection between Tefillah, and not just Stam learning, but specifically Halacha Lamaisa. Halacha So for example, there's a Mardiga Chiddush, an unbelievable piece from our Tzaddik in, in Sefer Divri Seiferim. It's piece Yudches. I'll just read you a few lines. And you read it, and, and he doesn't give a lot of background to this, but this is the Chiddush that he says. He says, 
And again, don't ask me how this works exactly, but this is related to what we were talking about last week of Terla B'Shemayimi, and sometimes it's, it is B'na Shemayim. But he says like this, through tefillah, through Rachamim, through davening, through tefillah, a person can be zaycha, that the halacha should be paskind in a way that's beneficial for him. So in other words, this, this is a huge chiddush. We tend to think that halacha is very, very static. It is what it is. Either this piece of chicken is kosher or not. I mean, it is what it is. And just, you know, listen, sometimes uh, you go to a rav and a little bit more machmer, you go to a rav a little bit more mekel, but it is what it is. Says Ritzel, like a chiddush that that halacha technically is malleable. Things you know we, we know there's a you know elavil der on some level, right? So even if you have a machlokes and a paiskim, right? There's hashkacha pratis in terms of how kol yisrael paskins. And so says Ritzel like, that you could actually influence how a psak is made in terms of your life based on your davening. Through, through your davening, a person can be zaycha, that a psak halacha should be made in a way that's uh, beneficial for you. And he gives an example. The Gemara says in Yuvamis a whole famous story about Davna Melech and his yichas. Right? We know that Davna Melech wasn't so pasha, right? Davna Melech, um, when it came time for him to at least marry into the mishpacha of Sholom Melech and eventually become the king, so a question arose, forget, the, forget whether he's uh, fitting to become a melech. Maybe he's not even fitting to marry into uh, the main you know, uh, bloodline of Klai Yisrael. Why? Because we know that his great-grandmother was Rus. Rus is from Moab, right? And it says, Amen in Moab, lo yavi Hashem. So the, this, is, this is the big shiloh. And so the Gemara tells us the whole Misa that, you know, Daik uh, Hadoimi, who was the head of Sanhedrin, Paskind, or was going to Paskind, that Dovna Melech is Paslokal. Forget a king. He's not allowed to marry within Knesset Yisrael. He's part of Am, he's, he's coming from Moab. And there's a whole back and forth, drushes, and, and, uh, and Daik is, is, is slugging up all the drushes until finally, finally, they came and they said they have a tradition from Shmuel already, Shmuel Hanavi. That Moyav Vloy Mayavia, Amin Vlayamainis, that it's only a psal for the men from Amin and Mayav and not the women. And because of that, Dovin Melech is now worthy, not just being a, a, a kosher yid, he's now worthy to be a melech. Didn't someone just draw a sword or something? So yeah, he put a sword and he said, Whoever like I, I, this is my tradition, and if you deny it, then uh, you know you'll have off with your head. So it was a, right. So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara dar that's that's a story. But then the Gemara fear the, the Gemara ends off like this. It says in Pasuk, It says in Pasuk in Tilm, David Melch is, is thanking Hashem that you, you opened up my, 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 uh, my chains. The, that was uh, the, you know, the prison that was holding me in. Rabbi Shalom, thank you so much for opening my prison. Says the Gemara, this is, uh, uh, this is the fact. David Says the Gemara, the Rabbi Shalom did wonders with David in the schus, in the schus of David. That what? To open up his chains and, chains and to paskin. So says what are you talking about? It's a psak What mean? What's the davening to Hashem? Thank you. I thank you. It's a It is what it is. That was the kabbal from Shmuel Aramasi. Says what are No, no, no. It's not like that. Because whether a psak is going to be letayvascha, to be your, your benefit or otherwise, is very much dependent on your tefillah. It's very much dependent on your tefillah. And he says as follows, he brings down a Yushami. It's interesting, it's a fascinating case. The Yushami also talks about a similar situation where you had a particular case of a Goy Habal Bas Yisrael. Goy Habal Bas Yisrael. That you have a, a woman, 
uh, who uh, a person a person is born whose mother is Jewish and whose father is not. Now we we take it for granted. It's obvious halacha. It's hundred percent that Judaism goes by the mother, right? So a person, the father is not Jewish, it makes no difference, the kid is still 100% a yid. But the Rishalmi was having a discussion about this, okay? And it, was, it wasn't just a theoretical situation, it was, it was nice and practical. There was an actual case of a baby, the father was a guy, and the question was presented to the Chalmim, like, what's the status of this baby? So the Rishalmi says as follows, <clears throat> that's how the, the, the case was. So Rishalmi says, Rebbe Eimer, that Rebbe said, Havlad Mamzer. That's how Rebbe Paskin, okay? Yeah, that's how Rebbe Paskin. We don't Paskin like that, but that's how Rebbe Paskin. And then the Gemara says that a little bit later on, uh, Rav Nassin came, and Rav Nassin said, that no, uh, the, the, not a mamzer, but pogum. You can't marry into a kayan. Okay, fine. And then finally, uh, Rabbi Yudah Hanasi, who was a Yudah <coughs> a great-grandson of Rabbeinu Kaddish, Rabbi Yudah Paskin, Havlad Kasher. Okay? So again, it was all revolving around this actual person, an actual kid that was born, and that's how the, 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 the Machlekes sort of evolved. Rabbi Yudanasi first said Mamzer, then Rabbi Nassim said Pagum, and then finally Rabbi Yudanasi said Kasher. So says the, and says Yerushalmi, Omer Rab Zrachia, Rab Zrachia said, oh, You see the mazel of this kid. As time goes on, he gets better and better. Right? It starts off as a Mamzer, then he becomes Pagum, then he becomes Kasher. That's Yerushalmi. Says Ratzadik, it's a cute line. Okay, but like, first of all, first of all, why would it like just a cute line be quoted in Yerushalmi like that? Like, what's what's the point of that? Just to show that Rizachi had a sense of humor. Says or something. No, 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 no. There's a big imek that's being revealed in that line. He means it that the mazel of this kid, as this kid got older and he had more schusim and he davened more and more, the psak halacha was changed. In the beginning, the psak halacha was. Everybody knows paskin mamzer. It wasn't so. The, the, you could look at it as like, okay, so who's right? So either it's Rabbi, the Nazi's right, or Abnasan, or Rabbi Nasiya, someone. The answer says Ratzadik, it was evolving. The halacha was evolving based on the schism of this particular kid. This is the Chiddush Ratzadik, that a person, that the halacha can be affected based on your tefillah. Where is this coming from? Well, going back to our discussion with Sheva Yisachar, the reason is, is because really within Torah, that chilek of Torah, which is called halacha lemaisa, that's really a part of the world of tefillah. And that union, that sort of that transfer, right, of halacha being taken in a certain sense from just the jurisdiction of pure Torah itself, and sort of being transferred to that world of leah uh, of leah of tefillah, that took place with the birth of Yisachar. Yisachar is the embodiment of this quality of halacha maisa, of which is from the, the world of of Rachel, world of Torah. But being born from the world of but Lamaisa, Yisachar's mother is Leia, and that world of Tfila, that 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 union took place. So Yisachar therefore is the is the union of connecting these two worlds of Rachel and Leia, of, of uniting these two places. That's why, by the way. That's why the, even his sorry. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. Oh, so this, this is the Nakuda. The reason is is because Lamaisa, how did he come to the world? He came through at that moment when Yaakov Inu, it, it was he was supposed to be with Rachel that night. No, Leimenu comes and literally buys the schusim uh, of of that union from Rachel. So that was Bashkacha Pratis. What's Bashkacha Pratis? And others that it wasn't just okay. So now Yaakov Inu was with, with Leah and finished. The fact that he was supposed to be with Rachel and Davka Leimenu comes and sort of buys that right. That means that even the neshama that's then going to be born is going to have a shaykhis to 
to the person that 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 the the sale was coming from. So so Yisachar is coming into the world. It's true that biologically he's purely from Yaakov and Leah, but Lamaisa that union was only because Leah Menu bought that right, so to speak, from Rachel. So even so therefore Yisachar himself is going to embody this quality of being from Leah, for sure, but having a but but his whole inyan is to sort of you know sort of in, in, like fold within the world of Leah quality of Rachel, and particularly that's halach Lamaisa. That's that's the Sukhdesh Maisli This is Kenyan why, Rachel? huh? It was a Kenyan, the Dudayim, right? Those flowers, those Dudayim, was a way through which that she bought the right from Rachel. She gave, she gave Leah. Leah, she, Leah, Leah gave. gave, gave Ruvain Ruvain finds Dudayim, right. gives it to his mother Leah. Leah takes those Dudayim and gives it to Yaakov, uh, gives it to Rachel. I'm sorry, as a way of being kind of the right to be with Yaakov Avinu. So that sale, in other words, means that there's a shaykhis, right? In other words, if I buy something from you. Even though technically it's mine, but it's used, right? It's like there's it, it, it clearly still a shaykhis to the original owner on some level. So the same thing over here. She's buying the right to live with Yaakov Vinu, but that union that she was going to have with Yaakov Vinu had a shaykhis on him to its original owner, which is lay, which is Rachel. And so, and therefore, the neshama that that comes to the world is a neshama that has the quality of uniting both Rachel and Leah, and this quality of 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 sort of bringing. Halach Lamaisa and folding it into that world of tefillah. By the way, this is also why it's Bashgach Pratis that it was Ruvain that arranged all of this, right? If you think about it, Ruvain also is a shevet which is very, very connected to both Rachel and Leah. I mean, first of all, he saves you. He tries to say save Yosef, which means of all. If you think about it, of all the shvatim, the one that had the Iker Taina against Yosef Tzadik was Ruvain. Reuven is the Bechar of Leah. He should predominantly have the right of, of the Bechaira. And then Yosef is, uh, is being given uh, all, all, the, all the covet and all the, all the qualities. So if there's anyone that could have a tiny, it's Reuven. But Adarab, Reuven is the one that, 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 that tries to save Yosef. There's no switch because Rachel gave us Rachel. Oh, so okay. So, where, where, so what's Takbashat? So why does Reuven have this affinity with, with, with B'nai Rachel? The answer is because when Yaakov Avinu was with Leah that first night. I mean, according to Chazal, Reishis Kaichai, uh, um, uh, that Reishis Aini, that, uh, that Leah Emanuel became pregnant immediately with Ruvain that first night. Who was Yaakov Avinu thinking about? Who was he expecting that he's living with at that moment? He was thinking Rachel. Now here, okay, so now it's like this. The Gemara tells us that such a thing is usually not good for the children. In other words, that Chas Hashem, a person... Uh, living with someone and thinking someone else, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. So the first Shemes, Yaakov Avinu Lachar, that's what happened. He's living with Rachel, uh, living with Leah, and he has, he's, uh, he's, thinking, he's thinking Rachel. Says the Kamarna, is a little bit trippy, but says the Kamarna that there is such a thing that, uh, I don't know how to do this, but Big Tzadikim can do this. They can take their neshama, or at least the chelik their neshama, and give it to someone else. There is such a phenomenon as Iber Neshama. Iber Neshama means that not a full Gilgal, like, like a reincarnation is like you have a, a person, uh, you know, uh, a person, uh, Aaron, and Aaron comes back, he's reborn as a new, uh, new person named uh, Zvulan, I don't know. But there's such a thing as an Iber Neshama, which is that you are you, but just a Neshama from someone uh, a long time ago, while you're still alive and you have your own personal neshama, this old neshama is put into you. You're, you're impregnated with this new neshama, with this old neshama. Neshama Yisiris. Neshama Yisiris is more your own neshama, just an influx, more of your neshama. This is, someone else is putting it into you. Usually, even neshama works with someone from the past. 
But the Rizal does say there is a phenomenon that you could have someone from the present, that one person's neshama, or a part of it, can be actually impregnated and given to someone else. There's such a thing. The, the Radvaz, in fact, writes this in Shuvas. It's an amazing thing. He says that, that uh, he writes, he, it's, a, it's a tshuva where he's talking about the different uh, priorities in terms of mechamis of davening. Because you have, let's say, base medrash versus a base knesses with more people. There's all different variations. And he says a very interesting thing in that tshuva. He writes that there is a, a person should not, um, a person should realize the significance of davening in the same place as one's rabbi. Presents a rabbi to daven in that same place as the rabbi. And he talks about that in comparison to, let's say, Ravam Hajris Melech, that the Indian of davening with one's rabbi is a very, 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 very strong Indian, and it trumps a lot of other qualities. Why? He says, interesting. He says, because when a person davens with their rabbi, he, he says, interesting thing, he says, the phenomenon is you'll see, you'll see people do this, that very often they'll look at their rabbi by davening, right? And think to yourself, like, wh- like, why am I doing that? Like, he, okay, I know what Shemineser looks like. Like, what am I, you know, why am I doing this? Says Radvaz, people, the, 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 you know, we, we sort of, um, you know, have this, you know, uh, subconscious Indian that we look at our Rebbein by davening. The reason is, is because there is a quality that at least the chilek of your Rebbe's neshama can enter into you by davening to give you that strength to daven harder, to daven, you know, to become a better person. And by looking at your Rebbe, sometimes that creates that hiskashas. Like the Gemara says that Rabbi Yudha Nasi said that I am as great as I am because I saw in Shir, I would sit behind Rabbi Meir. And I saw the, the behind of I saw the back of his head, and that made me who I am. If I saw the front of his head, that would be unbelievable. Right? That's what Rabbi Nasi says. You see, looking at the Rebbe, he's able to do such a thing. Says Ravaz, that you could have this phenomenon of giving a chilek of your neshama to someone, you know, even when the two people are alive. Right? So said the Kamarna. Let's go back to Rachel and Leah. Said the Kamarna, when it says in Pasuk, when it says over there that Yaakov Inu was with Leah, and he was thinking Rachel, he was 100% right. Because at that moment, she wasn't, besides just giving the Simanim, she was giving herself over. She gave a chilek of her neshama into Leah. It says the Kamarna, that's Mashana Pasuk. It says, what's the Pasuk? It says, Vahiba Baiker, Vahinehi Leah. It was in the morning, and it was Leah. So says the Kamarna, what do you mean? It was Leah the whole time. I mean, in the morning it was Leah. So again, obviously on a simple pshat, it means that Yaakovinu now realizes it was Leah. But said the Kamar, no, 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 because during the night, it was Taka Rachel. In the morning, Rachel took her neshama back. That's what the Kamar says. So Mela, let's, let's, let's go back. So Reuven is born from that first union of Yaakovinu with Leah, but it's not just Leah, it's Leah with the chilek of Rachel's neshama. So Davka Reuven, who was born from such a situation of Leah, but with, with Rachel being infused within Leah at the time, is therefore going to be the same person that's going to be the catalyst to bring Yisachar into the world, who is also the, the, this Indian of being predominantly Leah with an infusion of Rachel in terms of Tyre and having that quality of Yarim Mishpatach of Bnei Yisachar, Yaredibin Al-Itam. And so this is, this is what's going on. Now this is also why, specifically Yisachar, what we started with, Make This all happens on Shavuos. This all happens on Shavuos. And we know Shavuos is obviously the day the Torah was given, right? That's, that's, what, that's what Shavuos is about. But what's interesting about Shavuos, we'll talk about this maybe as Hashem as we get closer to Yantif. What's interesting to Shavuos is that the process in which the Torah was given, that whole Maimed of Harsinai, was a Maimed that's very reminiscent of Tefillah. It's very reminiscent of Tefillah. The whole Indian of Harsinai was 
a, a, a giloy shechina. It, it, it was an amida. They were standing before the presence of the rabbanu shalom. The rabbanu shalom could have just like slipped a note under their pillow of the targum mitzvahs. You know, what I'm saying it, it could have just been like a shir. Meishar Benu knows the targum. He comes down and teaches us. But no, no, no. That initial nesina satar was with this whole maimed of of ataris l'das ki Hashem elokim einim olvade. This whole like this whole maimed over here. And that whole moment of our Sinai is really a tefillah experience. What is tefillah about? Tefillah is being oimluf nashem. Right? Tefillah means to have a recognition and a, and a consciousness of I am standing before the Rabbani Shlom. And that's what tefillah is. And everything else that I ask for and I say, that's sort of just a filler. But the Indian of tefillah is that experience of sort of moment our Sinai. That's the, the, this, is, this is, in a certain sense, a simple shot of what you say by the Haggadah that uh, if, uh, uh, you know, Sinai. So everyone asks, you got Tar Sinai, you didn't get the Torah, what's exactly the tachas of that? The answer is no, no. There is a purpose in saying Bar Sinai. Har Sinai means tefillah, it means that experience of, of, um, of Gilo Shechina in, 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 in a profound way, of Hashem, Hashem Melech, that's tefillah. So yeah, that, let alone be Gavaldic. The fact that we got Torah as well, that's even, that's, that's even more amazing. So the whole Indian of Shavuos is not just Torah. The Indian of Shavuos is Torah as it's given within the sort of atmosphere and, you know, uh, backdrop of tefillah. That's what Shavuos really is. And that's also why, it's not a coincidence, that Shavuos is also the birthday in the art side of Davra Melech, who is the Baal Tefillah of Kal Yisrael. We sing, uh, we, uh, we lay in uh, Megillus Rus, most Kehillus lay Megillus Rus, because of uh, that, the fact that it's uh, the art side of Davra Melech, the birthday in the art side of Davra Melech. So, like, that, like, What's pshaw with that? I mean, it's, it's okay. It's a coincidence that Davinach happens to be uh, uh, the art site over there, and because of that, we commemorate it with Megillus Rus. The answer is not a coincidence. The whole the whole Indian of Shuas of Nesina Satora is within that backdrop of Leia. So, in other words, the whole Indian of Shuas is very much Yisachar Dik, which is the giving of the Torah. Yisachar is Torah Yad Itim. So it's a quality of Rachel, but it's within the larger context of Leia. I mean, this is also why in um, we. I, I, and you find this in the Kisvi I read that in the in Parshas Yisrai, when Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, when when the whole story of of Man Torah begins, you know after the first uh, you know story with with Yisrai himself, and then Maimon Harsina begins, there's many many hints, many many Ramazim, Rosh Hashanah, and so on of of Leah. There's many many hints to this that Yosef that that um, that Moshe Rabbeinu coming to Harsinai and the whole process begins. I, don't, I, I didn't have a chance to jot it down, but there's many Rosh Hashanahs and hints to the world of Leah. And the answer is, so, so the question you could ask is, well, Leah, you should, you should have hints to Rachel. Rachel means Torah, Leah means Tefillah. What are you hinting to Leah when it comes to Maimon Harsinai? The answer is, the Chiddush of Maimon Harsinai is not just Torah. The Chiddush of Maimon Harsinai is that Torah was given to us and we're in control of it. How are we in control of it? What Chilak of Torah are we in control of? What's the biggest Chiddush that we're in control of? The biggest Chiddush of Torah that we're in control of is Halacha. And so, and, and that's right, Tarlava Shemayimi, that we're in control of that. But what's amazing is, is that even within halacha, that, that Klai Yisrael, the Sanhedrin, are in charge of, you would think, okay, the Sanhedrin are in charge of it, but once they paskin, there's not much we can do as individuals. The Chiddush is even, even more than that. No, no, no. Through your individual tefillah, you can talk, uh, manipulate Psaq Halacha on some, on some level and make sure that the Psaq Halacha comes out in your benefit. That doesn't mean, you know, you know, you say Kavotilim and Paskin however you want. That's not saying. But but there is such a phenomenon that that the Torah that that there's that the Shavuos is a celebration of Torah being given to our in, in, into our jurisdiction. 
which is true on a national level in terms of Pesach Halacha, of Sanhedrin, but it's true even on a, on a micro level of every individual through the world of tefillah, that by tefillah itself, a person is able to be piled, uh, to be piled things, Halacha Lamaisa. This is also why, let's go back, this is also why Rabbi Akiva, right, that was another question we asked, right? Rabbi Akiva, who is he? Sheikh ben Yosef, he's coming from Rachel, he's Tyra, or is he Yisachar, which is from Leah? Well, the answer is Yisachar himself is this quality of a hybrid. The Indian of Rabbi Akiva is this Indian of giving us halach lamaisa. That's why Rabbi Akiva is the one that, although you know, the Gemara tells us that he would have tilatilam halachas, piles and piles of halachas from every little kites, every little crown, but none of those drushes we have. That's not the Torah of Rabbi Akiva that was passed down, is what? Is Mishnais. Mishnais, Brises, Kula Libut Rabikiva. All the system of, 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 of Mishnais and Brises are Halachas Psukas. Halachas Psukas. Even if you find in Mishnais Machlaikasin, that's only because Rabbi Yudanasi came and made a hodgepodge of all the different uh, systems of Mishnais that predated him. Right? And it was Rabbi, you know, every single Tana in their own base Medrash had their system of Mishnais. Rabbi Yudanasi, there's a different discussion uh, in terms of history of Mishnais, but Rabbi Yudanasi comes and what he's doing is he's taking the Mishnais of Rameir and the Mishnais of, uh, of Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Lazar and so on, and he's making a hodgepodge of it, and because of that, you have Mishnais with Machlaikasin. But the original version of those Mishnais were just Halacha Psukas. It was Rabbi Shmuel's Halachas and Rabbi Lazar Halachas and all the in the different Shitas. And says the Gemara, and Kula, where do all these systems of Mishnais are coming from? Ali Rabbi Kiva. So the, the Torah's Rabbi Akiva that was, that was passed down that we have, that is the foundation of our entire world, of Torah Shabal Peh, is what? Is not the, the Pulpulim. What we have from Torah's Rabbi Akiva that was passed down is what? Is Halacha Psukah. It's Halacha Psukah, it's Halacha Lamaisa. And the reason for that is, is because that's the Chelik of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva who is Shevet Yisachar. Rabbi Akiva is this quality of Torah, but Torah, which is Rachel, Mashiach ben Yosef, but it's Torah as, it's, as it fits within the general world of Leia, which is tefillah. And what chalik of Torah is tefilladik? It's halacha l'maysa. It's halacha l'maysa. This is why, yeah, when the Gemara says about Rabbi Kiva, that uh, we know that he died al-Kiddush Hashem, obviously, and the Gemara says that they were, they were, they were, they were, they were torturing him. And Yatsa Nishma Sebechad, he was saying Kriyishma, right, as we know, and his Neshama left him with the word Echad. This is brought down, in the, we find this in the Kavanas of, of Krishma, that when, when you say Echad, Echad is divided into two parts, really. There's Aleph Ches, which is actually a nine, right? Aleph and Ches. And then the letter Dalit. In the rise of the reason, we find that Aleph and Ches is a remis to Tyra. Nine is a remis to Tyra. Why? So the Gemara says, regarding Shavuos, in fact, that the Gemara says in Shabbos that, uh, that uh, the Tyra, which is, which is three parts, Tyra Navi Miksuvim, was given to Klai Yisrael, divided into three parts, Klai Levi Yisrael, in the third month, right? Sivan is the third month from Nisan. So three, three, and three, that's nine altogether. So nine is Tyra. And the letter Dalit, which, is, which means Dal, empty, impoverished, that's, that's Tefillah. Dabnit Hashem means uh, an admission that, you know, Baruch Hashem, help me out, I, I, need, I need your help. It's an admission of, of your impoverished, of your quality of being, uh, of seeing yourself as poor. Echad, is the the secret of Echad is the union between Torah and Tefillah. It's that that's Rabbi Kiva is all about. Is is giving us what does Rabbi Kiva give us? Rabbi Kiva gives us a chelik of Torah, which is Tefilladik, a chelik of Torah which is from Rachel, 
But it's a chilek of Torah that's, that's bechlal, that's sort of subsumed into that world of tefillah. That's why even the word achad, the Gemara says you should be marach, but how, what letter in particular should be marach? In other words, which letter is the ikr in achad? It's the dalad. If you're Yemenite, you can do that, right? Tha, right? I think that's what they do. Dalad is tha, so then you can be marach. Us, well, uh, you're supposed to be on the dollar? If you can, yeah. I don't know, but the way we do dollar, you can't. That yeah. doesn't work, right? Okay, no. So it's just uh, one, one of the many things that we don't know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> but, uh, so, but so, so, the, the emic of that is, right? So, again, the, the letter that you're being marich in, which is the ikr, is the letter dollar. And al ches is sort of part of that. And Rabbi Kiva's Yos Nishmasif Echad. And again, the meaning of this is the Dalad means Leia. I mean, it's a backdrop is Leia. The Iker is Tefillah. That's what Leia is about. Just within Tefillah, there's a Chelek of Rachel, which is really Shaykh to Leia. And that's, that's Halach Lamaisa. And that Indian of taking something from Rachel, that Chelek of that, that, that uh, practical side of Torah, and returning it to that part of Leia that. That is that, that it's shaykh to that itself is nishmas yisachar. That's mamish what yisachar is. That's exactly who Rabbi Kiva was, and that's exactly what Yatsin nishmas yibachad. It's the same sukkim. That's exactly what Shavuos is. Shavuos is the Rabbanu Shalom giving us Tyra, but in our Sinai, it's giving us Tyra, which is halach lamaisa, and giving us Torah that we're in control of, which is halach lamaisa, even down to the individual through this chusm of tila in the backdrop, you know, of of uh, which is which is which is tila. So. Halach Lamaisa, to take, to take from this, at least one aspect to take from this is that our Hachanis to, to Shavuos, the Hachanis is not just Torah. The Hachanis is not just Torah, but it's appreciating, it's appreciating sort of, sort of how much, um, sort of the backdrop that one needs to have to really experience Torah. You know, the backdrop that one needs to have to experience Torah properly and to really connect to what Torah is about, is that, that backdrop of of, of of what tefillah is. That's what Torah Lishma is about, right? What is, what is, again, it's a sugi by itself, but what is Torah Lishma? Torah Lishma means that I'm learning Torah, but I'm learning Torah because the Rabbanu wants me to, and I'm learning Torah with, with that recognition, that cognizance of I'm standing before the Rabbanu Shalom. So in other words, it's like my, my basic uh, screensaver is Shemanes, right? I'm davening. But within that backdrop of of Maimon Harsina, standing before the Rabbanu Shalom, I'm now opening the Gemara or Chumash or Mishnayos, whatever it is, and I'm learning. So it's Tyra, but it's Tyra within that context of Tefillah, and that's Echad, that's that's Kabbalah Salmalchus Shemaim, and that's what uh, that's what Maimon Harsina gave us. That's Rabbi Kiva. So a person who wants to be makash themselves to Rabbi Kiva, to that Neshama, to the Tyrus Rabbi Kiva. It's this way of not just learning, but it's learning with that mindset, that backdrop. Of Tila. Now, Shem Shalal Taka, we should be Zaycha to be Makavatar, the aim of the year, breasts of Bezeya, as befits a person davening and standing Shmaneser. All right, Yashakai Chavadar.